0: Hey, it's Danielle Laporte, and this is my podcast called With Love, Danielle. Because with love, essentially, it's a one woman show about my explorations into self realization. Every Thursday episode, I answer a QA, and those questions come from the audience, from listeners, people like yourself. You can go to Danielleport.com with love to submit your question. These are adult conversations, typically, FYI, and I'm sitting here in my living room recording them, so you are going to hear the sounds of my neighborhood in East Vancouver. Welcome, with love. All right, this is going to be a fun one, because the question is about one night stands. (laughs) So good. Uh, It comes from Outlet Diaries, outlet underscore diaries on Instagram. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Hello. I've been wanting to ask you, what is your opinion on one-night stands and only getting your needs met in a physical way when it is ultimately not in alignment with what you want for your forever partner? I know so many women who have waited years of sexual deprivation because they are holding out for the one, that's all. Where do you stand? Woo! Where do I stand on one-night stands? Well, let me tell you, I think one-night stands can be fantastic medicine. I think they can be dangerous poison. I have been that woman. I have been the woman who was holding out for the one. I've been the woman who was holding out just for exceedingly high standards. Part of that phase for me, I'm happy to say it's in the past, uh, was just wisdom. I needed to heal after a divorce. It was about grieving. I needed to reclaim my body for myself. I needed to just just be with my heart and do all the work to go back into my past and, and bring my power forward into my present. It really made great sense then. I never declared myself celibate. I, there's a difference between saying, I am not having sex for this period of time or indefinitely, no matter who, what hottie shows up. Versus where I was at, which is like, you know, I'm just going to keep my clothes on right now. (laughs) But if something really fabulous showed up in the form of a dude, I could be persuaded. It's just not where my energy was going. Oh, by the way, let me pause here to say uh, I identify as heterosexual, but I think what I'm laying down here philosophically really applies to every identification and however you approach sexual intimacy. For me, sex is yoga. I mean, the very definition of yoga is union. So I have never been interested Certainly, not been able to separate sex from love. Doesn't mean I haven't had really fucking great one night stands, but even in those moments, it was uh, intense self love. I listen if we're gonna have sex, this is not an invitation to the world. I am going to be as deeply loving and present as possible. My way of being is if this lasts a couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years, it's full on, even if there is no tomorrow there. So, you know, that was part of my psychology, actually, of holding out. Eventually, there came a point where my holding out wasn't just a choice based on wellness, it was actually a choice based on restriction, a little bit of fear. Because I think that love, for me, is woven to sex, romantically speaking, is the most risky, hot, dangerous proposition that life can give us. It can dismantle you in the most agonizing, ecstatic ways. It can be so transmutational, it rejigs your karma. Uh, so, it's natural to have some degree of terror for that. And I was also at a point in my life where, you know, my profile was growing, my world was expanding professionally. And so I was necessarily becoming more guarded. And that protection, maybe kind of, I went a little far and it just included my underpants instead of just my day planner. And I told myself that. Having exceedingly high standards, as in no one's getting in, <laughs> was part of me being on a spiritual path. And I also had a story that if I could um, go through a long period of time without sex and kind of purify and cleanse and rarefy my pussy, that that would be oh so sexy to the next person who was going to be my king. And Maybe that would have been. I'm. I'm just assuming it would have been. <laughs> uh, but that's a decision that I'm making, where I'm prioritizing the pleasure and satisfaction of someone else who does not yet exist in my life, as opposed to prioritizing my pleasure in current time and space, which is all about sexy, sexual, sexiness. I got over that. And I shifted from being one of those women who was holding out to, uh, Let's. I got my groove back on. And here's my opinion on one night stands. I've never regretted my one night stands. They've always moved me forward. I felt more love for myself. I felt more love for men. In some cases, I felt a lot of love for that person, even though it was clear it wasn't gonna be anything beyond that. Let's talk for a minute, though, about the toxicity of one-night stands. So there's, I hope it's obvious how damaging and dangerous it can be. It's not just about physical consent. It's it's about all the transmitted things that you can catch. And again, not just on a physical level, but on an energetic level. A one-night stand doesn't always allow for you to know the cosmic baggage that someone is bringing to the fucking party. And by that I mean my belief is that when you are exchanging bodily fluids and sexual energy with someone and you're letting somebody else enter or you are entering somebody else's body, that exchange is going to stay with you in your energy bodies, in your physical body, in your auric field, in your psychic space, potentially for a very long time. What is that energy? Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's pure love and it's pure light and it's high vibe. Sometimes you are literally absorbing somebody else's psychic shit. You can cleanse that out of your system in a really thorough quick way if you're aware of it you can do the work to meditate and and move forward and cut cords and ask life that all energy be returned to its natural source and you move on and the only thing you have in your space is your stuff nobody else's so that's a danger with one night stands it's a danger with any sexual relationship if it's even if it's long term uh The upside of one night stands. They can be so sacred and they can really serve as a form of medicine because you can be ecstatic or you can cry in a stranger's arms precisely because they're a stranger. You can, oh, you can be smutty and dirty in the sweetest, healthiest, Funkiest fucking way and be witnessed with that because that witness is outside of your everyday reality. You can dance like no one's watching because they're never going to be seeing you dance again, right? So, one night stands can serve a really divine purpose. They're also an invitation to be really present and non attached. And by non attached, I don't mean um, I don't mean detached, I, I detached being chilly and reserved and shut down. I mean non-attached as in you're present and you're in the flow and you're honoring what's there. It can be fleeting, you know, it takes courage to pass in the night, to exchange sorrows and joys and let it float away. So it's an opportunity to just give that experience a blessing instead of, anchoring it to obligation and projecting some story onto it about what it is that it really is never going to be. You know, something sacred or something just super fucking hot just happened and you're just going to allow it to be just that. All right, stay with me here. Stay with me and we're going into your future. Did you know that... I have a really beautiful day planner line that gets your soul next to your to-do list. And for listeners of the podcast, hi, who purchase a planner, hello, you're going to get a free workshop with me about your future self. So we're looking at how to manifest your desires by letting the wisdom of the future you, the tomorrow you, the you that is looking back on you today, And letting that beautifully wise human guide you to the tomorrow that you really want. We'll be looking at how wanting more for your future is not a betrayal of all the good stuff that's happening in your life right now. You get to be here and there and still be present. I know it sounds confusing, but I'm going to unpack that. I'm going to talk about the divine law of the ugly chair. Which essentially is about how to create more space in your life for more of what you want to show up. You gotta let some stuff go for the desirable stuff to enter, right? And then the finish line is a really powerful exercise, one of my personal life practices for manifesting what you want in your life from a place of being heart-centered. Head to Danielleport.com/slash shop planners. That's two words. Shop planners and use this magic coupon code future just all caps the word future when you check out yeah you got it beautiful planners get your soul on the agenda and then together we head towards the wisdom of your future self daniellaport.com slash planners coupon code future the end of the day or at the beginning of the night really it's just about the choice the choice being are you going to get it on with someone that you're likely never going to see again or never sleep with again let's leave space for the people that you're going to fuck who you work with (laughs) and it's the only time you're going to get naked um is that choice Is that experience going to move you in the direction of your dreams? Is it going to make you a more full person? Is it going to make you a more loving person? Is it going to help you be more expressive? Are you moving deeper into your true self? Are you making that choice from a place of fullness? Is the choice based on celebrating all that you already have going for you? Is it about an exchange of, like, healthy offerings? Then fuck yeah, maybe. Go for it. If it's coming from a place where you're going to feel constricted, you're going to feel less than, you're going to move into unhealthy compromise, is it you're so hungry you're going to eat shitty food and just snack out on junk And feel like shit afterwards when really the thing to do would be acknowledge your hunger. It's there, it's natural, it's real, and just hold out a little longer for a well balanced meal, you know? I also wanna say something about the approach of holding out in the hopes that the next one, the next person is the one. My feeling about this is that. Every romantic exchange, every exchange of love, whether it's sex or a two-hour date or a relationship that lasts a couple months, a tough relationship, a sweet relationship, each relationship has you become more of yourself. And when you are more of yourself and tapping more of your self-compassion and sexiness and adoration, you're going to attract more of that to you. That every... Relationship is a lily pad that you are stepping on in the direction of your fulfilled desires. I was just on a date a couple weeks ago with a dude who asked me just straight out, I love the direct questions, uh, are you in this for a long term relationship or, you know, what are you looking for? And my answer was that I am all about building the ultimate. Divine team in my life. That's the deepest desire. And each relationship needs to be explored. Like, this could lead to something else that's putting you in touch with your person, and we're going to find out what this is. And so, yeah, the beauty of putting yourself out there in that way is you get to see yourself reflected through somebody else's eyes. And that's really valuable divine information. You get to be someone else's delight and experience yourself as a loving person, as a tolerant person, as a courageous person. One night stands, medicine or junk food, sacred. Fantastical self-expression and love and exchange just that one time or or something that you're going to regret. The choice is up to you. Either way, make it from a place of deep love for yourself. I had a good time Closing out today's episode with her beautiful track, a "Be a Little Lonely." is kin which by the way everybody on team danielle has downloaded on their love playlist because kin is also known as nikki bonsall she is also part of team d we knew she had a side hustle as a singer songwriter but we heard this we were blown away you can find it on spotify be a little lonely by kin From Oakland to LA, let the radio sing The things that I can't say